Welcome to the Healthy and Happy Podcast, a workshop-style podcast hosted by yours truly, Julie Brewer. I'm a blogger and holistic nutrition coach on a mission to help women live healthier, happier lives and show up as the strongest, most confident version of themselves. In this podcast, we get real about all things nutrition, fitness, and personal development to help you cut through all the BS and transform your body and most importantly, your life. Sound good? Let's dive in. Good morning, my loves. Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Happy Podcast. I am really excited to share today's message with you because it has deeply impacted my life. It's something that I've always kind of known, but I had this deep epiphany and realization around last week when I was listening to a Tony Robbins seminar. If you don't know who Tony Robbins is, he's like the Mr. Personal Development guy. He's huge. I think he's like 6'8". He has a really deep, raspy voice. He just gets you fired up. And to be honest, I didn't really know much about him. I wasn't really super into his stuff, but I randomly joined this seven-day free comeback challenge that he was having on Facebook because I saw it and I was like, hey, why the heck not? Watched one of the videos in there and took literally 10 pages of notes. And I think the way he explained the concept that I'm sharing with you today so brilliantly So I just want to give you my take on it and also use it as it relates to food and your body and all the areas of your life, really. Before we get into today's episode, I want to let you know that I have three coaching spots open for my eight-week nutrition mentorship, which is realistically like a lifestyle makeover. Let's be real. We go there. We do the mindset work. We change your habits, your routines, and the purpose of it is to help you peel back all the limiting beliefs that you have around food, around your body, and really help you step into that next level version of yourself. We're going to eliminate all the things that are holding you back from getting there. We're going to create a clear vision for your future and where you want to go. We're going to learn how to enjoy your body and your life now, even if that sounds so far-fetched and unrealistic because you're like, Julie, I hate my body. I cannot possibly do that. It is possible and I want to show you how. So if you want to work with me for the very last time in 2020, because I am popping out a baby in two and a half months, which is insane to me, this is your time to do it. I don't want you to wait till 2021 to work with me and say, hey, I could have done this six months ago. I want to work with three aligned, fired up, action-taking women who know that they are ready to transform their relationship with food in their body, who don't want to live another day in pain and misery and suffering, and who know they deserve better. But if you're ready to show up for yourself, if you're ready to put in the work, I would be so happy to be your guide on that journey. So go to juliebrewer.com coach. Sign up for a free coaching call. We will chat for 30 minutes about you, your goals, your vision for your life. And if anything, you just walk away from that call with some tools and tangible action steps you can start taking to start living into that version of yourself. But if you've been thinking about coaching with me and it's always been in the back of your mind, you're like, I don't know if it's the right time. I don't know. All these excuses. Take this as a sign that it's your time to reach out. Go to juliebuer.com slash coach. And I cannot wait to talk to you. Let's get into today's episode. Before we get into the lesson and the message in today's podcast, I want to share a little quote that I also took away from this webinar with Tony Robbins. Actually, let me share two. Number one, we are the creators of our lives, not the managers of our circumstances. I know sometimes it can feel like there is this shitstorm going on around us, especially in the society that we live in today, where there's a pandemic, there's so much going on in the world, it can feel like everything is out of our control. But there are still parts of our lives that are in our control. We can control We can control the way we think. We can control the way we feel. We can create routines and habits that are aligned with who we want to be. And we can become the creators of our lives. The 
the co-creators of our lives is what I like to say because I do feel like there's a guiding force that is along with us for the ride, leading us in the direction we're meant to go. But it's also your responsibility to show up and be the director of your own movie. Don't let somebody else write the script for you. You have to be the director. You have to write how you want the script to go. If you're unhappy with the way things have been, it's your opportunity to write a new script to choose a new story, to shift in a more positive and aligned direction. And you have the opportunity and the power to do that. There is nothing in this world you can't make happen with the power of your mind, persistence, and consistency. It takes new habits of thinking, focus, and action, but it is possible for you to co-create. Something else Tony says is that your biggest problem is that you think you shouldn't have them. You think you shouldn't have problems. When realistically, problems are just an opportunity for growth. You can look at your life right now and see it for how it is, but not worse than it is. That's the key. Leaders actually see it better than it is because they have that vision. They have that future, that compelling future. They have the gap between where they are and where they want to be, and their vision pulls them in the direction of where they want to go. And you can make it how you want it. So thank you, Tony, for all these beautiful insights. And you might be listening to this, and I know this is all philosophical, and that grinds my gears sometimes because I'm like, okay, well, tell me some actionable strategies and tips in order to get there. And what usually happens when we are trying to make a change, whether it's in our bodies, whether it's with our nutrition, our health, our wellness, our finances, our relationships, we want to know the strategy with nutrition. People are like, Julie, just tell me what to eat and I can eat it and I can do it. I used to get that all the freaking time. That's why diets are so popular because it's literally somebody telling you exactly what to do. It's telling you the exact strategy that you need for that particular diet. And strategies are important. You need to be strategic about where you're going because that's a heck of a lot better than just trying to wing it and expect that you're going to get to your desired result. But what Tony says, and I love so much, is that the problem isn't that you have the wrong strategy. For example, when it comes to nutrition, I'm just gonna use that because we talk about food freedom around here. A lot of people think, oh, this just wasn't the right diet for me. This just wasn't the right strategy. If I just shift my strategy, then I'll get results. Then I'll be able to transform my body. But the problem isn't that you have the wrong strategy. It goes back to this idea that if we just know more, we can do better. But as I always say, most of us know what's healthy. Most of us know what we should be eating or what we should be doing. But there's a difference between knowing and doing. There's a difference between knowing that something is healthy, knowing what foods make us feel our best, knowing the habits that give us energy, and actually doing those things consistently on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis without giving up on ourselves when it gets hard. So the problem is not that you have the wrong strategy. The problem is that you have the wrong story. I freaking love this because you guys know the number one book that I recommend to every single human on this planet is Atomic Habits by James Clear. And he talks about how your identity needs to shift in order for you to make lasting changes in your life. When you shift your identity, you start to do things because that is who you are as a person. It's not just what you do. So when you're focused on the strategy and only the strategy, that can look like, okay, I go to the gym this many times per week. I eat these certain foods. I'm on this diet, I'm on this health kick, I'm on whatever. But if we don't change our story, if we don't change our identity and really, really get down to that root belief and that root story that we believe to be true about ourselves, the strategy is never going to matter. That is the reason that you go on and off the bandwagon. That's the reason people yo-yo diet because they haven't shifted their story and they haven't shifted their identity. So what does that actually mean? I'm just gonna be 100% real here based on the things that I hear 
straight out of my client's mouths because maybe you can relate. People usually have really good intentions when they come to me for coaching. Of course, they want to transform their relationship with food and their body. They don't want to be stuck in that pain and suffering anymore. And they say, Julie, I'm ready. And I say, okay, beautiful, amazing. Love the willingness. Let's go into your mindset. Let's kind of peel back the layers about the story you're telling yourself right now. Here are some of the stories that I hear most often, and you can see if any of these relate to you. It's coming from a completely non-judgmental place, but if it stings a little bit, sometimes that means it might be a little bit true for you or very true for you. And you can be real about this because the only way that we can expand this and move on from this is by being 100% real and taking responsibility. So some of the stories that I hear when it comes to changing your relationship with food and your body. Julie, I've tried everything and nothing has ever worked for me. I'm a yo-yo dieter. I'm always on or off the bandwagon. I'm an all or nothing kind of person. I'm bad if I eat this kind of food. I'm not deserving of the body I want. I'm super unhealthy. And then if we really dig into our inner mean girl, you can see the I am statements that people really, really damage their confidence with. Like, I'm fat, I'm disgusting, I'm guilty, I'm shameful, I can't believe I ate this, all of these different things. The two most powerful words that will determine the quality of your life are I am. We know that manifesting in a positive way using I am statements, I am beautiful, I am strong, I am stepping into the woman I want to be. Those are so empowering, but you can also manifest them in a negative way that you might not even be conscious of. If the story that you're telling yourself is, I'm not worth it, I'm always going to be like this, I've tried everything, nothing's ever good enough. If that's the story that you're living your life by, you could try every single strategy and it might even be the perfect strategy for you, but you're never ever going to be able to see lasting changes and results until you change that story, until you shift your identity to something more positive. Here's an example. So in this exercise, Tony said, look around the room right now. So let's do this. Wherever you are, whether you're on a walk, whether you're driving, whether you're sitting in your room, whether you're cleaning, I want you to look around the room right now and look for something that's brown. Look for anything that's brown. Okay, do you see something that's brown? Perfect. Now, what did you see that was red? You probably can't find it, right? Unless now you're looking for red because I just brought up red. It's this idea that you will find what you are looking for. Let me ask you this. When I said, look around, find something that's brown, how many of you actually found something that was beige or tan and called it brown? That's what I did in this exercise. What's crazy about this is you will even find beige or tan and call it brown just so it matches your story. You'll see shit that wasn't even there. You'll see shit that wasn't even brown and you'll call it brown. How does this relate? If you think that it's not possible for you to be successful, if you're telling yourself the story, I've always been overweight, I'm always going to be like this, this is just how I am, I'm worthless, I'm not deserving of this you will find evidence to support that. You will look for experiences subconsciously and consciously that support evidence of that. So you'll start doing something, maybe you get on a diet, then you fall off the bandwagon and you say, see, I told you, I told you I can never be successful. I told you it never works out for me. I told you it's always gonna be like this. What you are looking for, you will find. If you think there's something wrong with a person, you're going to color it brown. You're going to find that thing that's wrong with that person. If you think there's something wrong with you, trust me, (laughs) you will find something that's wrong with you. If you think there's something that's wrong with the situation, you are going to color it with your perception. It's like you're putting on these fogged glasses and you're viewing everything through the perception of your story. And our stories control whether or not we even get to the strategy. Our stories will stop us from executing on the strategy on a consistent basis. This is what I talk about when I talk about self-sabotage, which I've done 
podcasts about. You can read the book The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, another one of my favorites that I always recommend because this is all tied into each other. Here's the God honest truth. You could consciously want to change your body. You could consciously want to change your relationship with food. But if you do not do the work to change your story, to change your identity, you will always fall short. You might have the best strategy in the world. You might have the best intentions in the world. You might have the best coach in the world. You might have the best tools and systems and know the most, but you will never get to where you want to be unless you change your story because it's only once you change your story, you can start to change your life. I'm gonna say that again. Change your story, change your life. That's the only way it happens. You can't be so focused on the strategy and ignore this part of it and just expect things to get better for you and to change. Let me just play this out in three real life examples. I'm gonna use the example of your body. I'm gonna use the example of a intimate relationship and I'm going to use the example of your finances. I kind of highlighted this one for the body, so I'm not gonna spend too much time with it, but imagine you have this underlying story that I've tried everything, nothing ever ends up working for me. So you get this kick of motivation, you sign up for this diet, you sign up for this program, you sign up to work with a coach, and you start working on the strategy. You get the meal plan, you get the guidance, you get the guidelines, you read the book, you listen to the podcast, you do whatever, and you start working towards it. And then all of a sudden, life happens. Something comes up, you get thrown off, you're unable to stick to whatever your meal plan or diet was for whatever reason. If you have the story, I've tried everything, nothing ever works out for me, you are going to find proof of that in your failure. You will take that one example of falling off the bandwagon or self-sabotaging, oh, I've been good all week and then I just can't stop binge eating on the weekends, and you will use that as proof to back up your story. You will find the tan or the beige when you're looking for the brown, just to prove your point. You'll say, see, I knew I couldn't stick to this. I knew things didn't work out for me. I'm just always gonna be overweight. I'm just always gonna struggle with this. I'm always gonna have problems with food in my body. And it becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy. Because you didn't work to change your story, you ended up self-sabotaging to prove your own damn point. It's crazy. Let's talk about how this shows up in intimate relationships. How many of you can relate to this? If you think there's something wrong with a person, you're gonna find it, am I right? If something annoys you about a person and you recognize that and your story is, oh my God, this person is so annoying, you're going to find all the things the person does that annoy you, whether it's in an intimate relationship or a friendship or a coworker. Let's talk about an intimate relationship because I think so many people have this underlying belief if they haven't done a lot of work on their self-worth or identifying these limiting beliefs about relationships. Maybe you don't have many examples of positive relationships in your life, so you're carrying around the belief that a healthy, sustainable relationship is not possible. So what happens when you get into a relationship? Even if all the things are there, everything's on the table that you're possibly looking for, if you have the belief relationships don't work out, relationships are painful, relationships are a source of stress and struggle, that is what you're going to find. You'll start to pick fights, you'll start to self-sabotage, you'll start to distance yourself, you'll start to avoid because it seems too good to be true because your story doesn't match up with what's actually in front of you. So on the surface, you're like, oh my gosh, I just wanna be deeply loved and connected and all this stuff. And then when that starts to happen, you pick the fight, you distance yourself, you numb out, you run away. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. The people I love always leave. Let's say that's your story. And these are usually very subconscious things. This might not be something you're actively thinking of all the time, but if that's the underlying story that's running the show, then it ends up becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy because your actions are in alignment with that belief, with that identity. 
you identify as somebody who's not able to be in a stable, solid relationship. Your story is that people always run away when you love them. So you start to do things that kind of push people away. And then if they do end up leaving you, you say, you know what? See, I just proved my own point. This is why I don't trust no man. This is why I can't trust anybody at all because they always end up leaving. Crazy, right? It all stems from the story. And lastly, we'll talk about finances. I touched on these lessons a bit in my money mindset podcast, if you want to go back and listen to that. But a lot of us have a distorted relationship with money, right? Gosh, there's so many layers to this. There's so many layers to all of it, let's be real. But if you tell yourself, I'm always broke, I'm poor, remember, I am is the most empowering or disempowering language we can use because whatever follows it is true for you. If you're telling yourself, I am broke, I am poor, you are going to act in accordance with somebody who is broke and poor. You might make some money, but then all of a sudden, you spend it all. You might be doing really well in budgeting and saving money and then all of a sudden you blow it on something extravagant that you didn't even need just to prove your own freaking point. And then you say, God, see, I'm always going to be broken poor. I can't manage my money. I'm so bad at finances. And it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Beliefs can create and beliefs can destroy. It's a self- fulfilling cycle. Once you're certain about what you're thinking, you'll find what you're certain of. So it's important to condition ourselves to believe what's going to empower us, to change those stories to a story that's more empowering. If you're listening to this, if you made it this far, I know you are deeply passionate about changing these limiting beliefs, about changing these stories and changing your identity. And at first, you might be like, how the heck do I actually do that? Because a lot of us have blind spots that we can't see, right? And it's not something we think about. This podcast and listening to what I'm talking about might be the first time you've had these realizations like, holy crap, that is the way that I've been holding myself back. My story about my life sucks, but it's okay. Please don't be judgmental about yourself because once you know better, you can do better. Once you're aware of these things, you can accept them for what they are. They are just simply trying to keep you safe and comfortable. That's what your brain loves to do. Your brain's like, well, why would I change? I just wanna be on autopilot. I don't wanna do all this hard work to change my belief and my story. That sounds like way too much work for me. But if you want to change your life, you have to change your story. So maybe as you were listening to this podcast, there are a few things I said that you're like, holy crap, that's what I've been believing about myself. I didn't even realize that. I would love for you to take a moment to write down what those stories you've been telling yourself are. You can break it down into different areas or different categories of your life, or you can just do this all at once. What are the beliefs and the stories that you've had about money, about relationships, about your body, about food, about your career, about yourself in general? What are these stories that you have? They can be positive too. They don't have to all be negative. But once you've written those out, check in with yourself and say, do I want this to be my story? Is this empowering me or is this disempowering me? If you realize that most of your stories are disempowering, it's time to shift those into more empowering stories. If you say to yourself, it's not possible. If you say to yourself, I'm an unhealthy person. I have an unhealthy relationship with food or my body. Maybe it's time to shift to a more empowering story to I am a healthy person. And then you say to yourself, okay, what does a healthy person do? What are the habits, the rituals, the routines that a healthy person has? She moves her body every day. She wakes up with her first alarm, excited for the day. She eats foods that nourish her body and give her energy. She gets enough sleep. She has healthy relationships. What does a healthy person do? And then that's how you can come up with the habits and the routines and patterns of that empowering belief system and story that's going to have the power to change your life. But do you understand now how just jumping to the strategy is never going to work if you don't actually change the story? This is why you've probably gone on meal plan after meal plan, diet after diet, year after year, and nothing has worked out because you're so focused on the strategy and not on the story, not on the beliefs. 
Once I started shifting this in my coaching practice, I swear to God, everything changed for my clients. Because I'll be real, I used to be that person who focused on strategy alone. When I first started personal training, doing nutrition coaching, I was like, okay, here's your workout program, here's your meal plan, good luck, I'm here for you, let's do this together, amazing. And I noticed people would be able to stick to it for a month or two months or three months. And then we'd stop working together, they'd fall off the bandwagon, they'd call me six months from now and say, Julie, I need your help again. And as I started doing this deep inner work on myself to identify my own stories, my own limiting beliefs, and I started incorporating that slowly into my coaching practice, it's been an evolution. That is why my clients now are able to make massive, massive changes, not only in their bodies, because that's just the tip of the iceberg, and that's just a byproduct of doing this inner work, but their mindset. And therefore, they become overall healthier, happier people. And then to be honest, most of them come in being like, okay, I need to change my body because once I change my body, once I lose this 10 pounds, then I'm going to be happy. And then what ends up happening is we start to identify these stories and these belief systems and we're doing this inner work along with the outer work. And then they realize, holy shit, it was never about the 10 pounds. I don't even care if I lose the 10 pounds or not. It was not about the 10 pounds. It's about the habits and the stories that I needed to create about myself in order to make those physical changes that are actually making the difference, not losing the 10 pounds itself. Losing the 10 pounds is the strategy. The habits, the routines, and the stories that you're creating are identity shifters. You cannot have one without the other and expect to see true lasting change in your life. You might see temporary results if you're focusing on strategy, but it's not going to last. So I hope this gave you comfort in knowing that there's nothing wrong with you, sister. It might just be that you're focusing on the strategy. You've spent so many years investing in the strategy when you need to invest the energy into changing your story, changing your identity, because that's how the true shifts happen. You change your story, you change your life. Whew, I got fired up. I'm sweating. I'm already hot because I'm pregnant. (laughs) Now I'm sweating even more because I'm super passionate about this. But if you need help identifying what these limited beliefs are, what these stories are that you're telling yourself and actually making those shifts so that you can make lasting changes in food in your body so that you can finally get off this train of dieting, dieting, dieting. You can take the last stop at the train station, get the heck off the train and do the thing that's going to change your life for good. I would love to guide you through that. Head to juliebuer.com coach. Like I mentioned, I'm taking three clients, then that's it for the year. We done. Your girl's having a baby. She's going to pop him out. She's going to be a mama. And I don't want you to wait to change your story until 2021. We ain't wasting time, sister. Your story now is that you're an action taker. You're worthy of making changes in your life. You're worthy of all the success and abundance in the world. That's your story. Take action from that place. Because what's the alternative? You could also tell yourself this disempowering story. I'm not ready yet. I just need to figure things out and then I'll reach out. I just need to like wait a little bit longer because if I wait a little bit longer, maybe I can figure it out by myself. Those are things I spent years wasting my life telling myself until I finally realized enough is enough. I need to change this story. I am an action taker. What does an action taker do? She takes action. She acts in accordance with who she wants to be before she might even believe that she is that person. She hires the people. She gets the help. She does the things that's going to lead her in that positive direction because that is the way she's going to make shifts. So if that resonates with you, go to juliebuer.com coach, sign up for that free 30 minute coaching session. If anything, you're going to walk away with some tips, tools, strategies to start changing your life. And then if we end up working together through my eight week program, you will be amazed at how many massive shifts you can make in your life that will become the catalyst for change for the rest of your life. I know that's possible for you. It's time you start believing it for yourself, sister. I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you soon.
Bye. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.